Welcome to the Tales from the Stalls podcast. This podcast will feature interviews with equine professionals, trainers, horse enthusiasts, and the business people who have evolved the equine industry into what it is today. We will discuss all the equine disciplines and talk about lifetime stories from the industry and what has helped people intertwine their love for horses into lifelong businesses, passion, or recreational escapes. Tales from the Stalls is about the people, the amazing horses, and even our beloved dogs who spend so much time with the horses and how they have transformed our barns, stables, and stalls into our sanctuaries and homes. This podcast is brought to you by Equine Health Solutions. EHS provides your horses with natural remedies to help your horse perform and keep an active and healthy lifestyle. Equine Health Solutions has products for your horses made from various natural botanicals which actually help with inflammation and overall equine health. You can find these amazing products at equinehealthsolutions.com or call 1-800-HORSE-12. You can find Equine Health Solution products and Equine Hip Solution products at Teskey's at 3001 West 120 Weatherford, Texas. 817-599-3400 is their phone number, or you can go to their website at Teskey's, T-E-S-K-E-Y-S.com. If you're in Heiko, Texas, you can go to Keith Ace Hardware, 214 Walnut Street, Heiko, Texas, Phone number is 294-795-1746. If you want to check them on the internet, just check and search Keith Ace Hardware, Heiko, Texas. Please visit your local retailers and help promote the local retailers and Equine Health Solutions with their natural hip products. Hi, everybody. My name is Logan Brown, and we are back on the Tales from the Stalls podcast. I'm here today with Cadence Tyndall. Cadence is going to be a freshman this year at Weatherford College, where she'll be breakaway roping and goat tying for them. Uh, but we're kind of just going to talk to her today about being a collegiate athlete now, uh, what that what that rodeo lifestyle is going to look like, what it's kind of different from being in the kind of the junior world of everything and this next level up of her career and kind of what she plans to do with it. So thank you for joining us today, Cadence. Thank you for having me. So kind of first thing, um, where did this all kind of get started for you? When did you start When did you start riding and kind of how did that look for you? So I've been on a horse since before I could walk. And then my mom ran barrels. My dad was a roughie. And I started goat tying my sixth grade year and just fell in love with it. The adrenaline, the rush, everything. It was just great. And then all my friends were like, hey, we're going to start breakaway roping. And I was like, huh, I won't. No, I want to be a good tire. And so then freshman year, I got a new horse and they were like, you know, they used to rope on her. And I was like, and? Anyways, they talked me into it and I entered the first rodeo, freshman year, high school rodeo. And that was the first time I ever entered and fell in love with that too. That's awesome. That's awesome. So for uh, for the people out here that don't know or that may be kind of like just getting into whether it be the equine world or the rodeo world, explain to people what a roughie is because I don't think many people are going to know about it. The rough song, the bull rider, <laughs> rock riders, the sound of rock riders. Crazy guys. Yeah. <laughs> so basically your mom, she she had an air for a little bit of the wild side. Oh, yeah. So what did your mom do? She ran barrels and pole bended and I will never forget her fastest time was a 199 and she was just... She'll tell everybody that story. And now that's so, like, not rare. Like, people are running routines all the time. Yeah. But back then, in her day and age. Do not ever. (laughs) I hope your mother doesn't listen to this at point because she'll, she will surely uh, have a phone call coming your way. She ain't that one. So, your mother was running barrels and running poles. So, what made you not kind of go that route? 
So I had a barrel horse in junior high, and he was a college rodeo horse reject. And then he was just got older, and he tore his suspense race, and he was going to be out too long, and I just kind of gave it up. I didn't really like barrels and everything. Wasn't drilling enough. No. Like, you're going to be running really fast. So I kind of always, it's something that I've always thought about because I run barrels and have done done poles, especially when you're in junior high and high school rodeo, you kind of just, it's what you end up doing. You got to do more than one. I kind of always wondered, is it, you know, which one's harder in your mind, I guess, is the best way to ask that. Is go tight a little bit harder because you're coming off of it or is breakaway harder? So the gut tying, there's a lot more preparation. Like you have to make sure your body is working, your horse is working, and you trust your horse literally to throw you and you're running beside our full speed. In the breakaway, you can kind of get by with a okay horse and you don't have to be in the best critical shape and everything else, but the gut tanks definitely. I have to ask, because I feel like it's had to have happened at some point in your career, and I think you know what I'm getting ready to ask, but uh, have you ever have you ever face planted? Oh my gosh, can't even count on my hands how many times. I'm sure it happens a lot more than people, yeah, than you would assume. Yep, I, that's kind of the assumption that I would take there is that it would happen a little bit more than, than we would all imagine or probably hope for. It's probably more like crashing barrels. We kind of just do it as as part of nature Mm -hmm. so kind of breaking in so when you're kind of growing up and when did you start taking this serious like when did it become something where you're like okay i want to i want to do this in high school i'm going to do this in college so freshman year i was 16th coming into our state finals and we have three rounds for 10 points and 10 points for the average so i was 12th and i was like there's no way i can make it in the goat tying like whatever so I went out there and won two rounds and placed in one round, won the average and made it in the fourth spot in the goat tying. And I was like, wow, like maybe I do have what it takes. And then in the breakaway, junior year is really when it took off. I started practicing more and just trying to get better every day and it paid off. I won the state champion saddle in the goat tying in the breakaway. That's junior. awesome. That's pretty impressive. And kind of tell people about where you're from too and like the lifestyle that you're around when you're home. So I'm from Felda, Florida, and we were cows, all of the little ranchy stuff. We <laughs> We ride horses every day. My dad works cows all the time. We'll just like that lifestyle. that lifestyle. That's awesome. Awesome. So moving into it, the two horses that you have right now, what what are they bred like, and have you how long have you had them? So my breakaway and goat horse, my main horse, she came out of the pasture. She's from one of our good friends, Aubrey Lee, raised her, rode her, trained her, everything else. And then my new horse, my young horse, he's from, got him from Binger, Oklahoma. He's a grandson of Hybrocat. Okay. So he's got the pretty papers and everything else. Nice. So you kind of got a little bit of that, a little both there. Do you have one that you favor a little bit? Everybody has kind of their good horse. <laughs> She's so my favorite. What about kind of what about her makes her you know that horse for you? I feel like we're a lot alike personality wise. Like you'd stand that horse. I don't want to be around that horse. She just always has an attitude, and if it's it's her way or the highway. And I mean, it's not a great way to be, but I feel like we're alike. <laughs> is that kind of what drew you to her when you were trying, or is it you just could feel it? Loved her, everything about her. She was so smooth compared to all those barrel horses I rode, and she was just a ranch horse. And I think that's why, because I grew up riding them and. She's just normal for me. Her gait, everything about her probably fit a lot more what you were used to, what your saddle was already like, what your seat was used to, kind of deals like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. Good for you. 
kind of funny growing up um i ended up with one that was kind of like that too where we just got a ranch horse out of a pasture and he had actually been an ex-pro pickup horse <laughs> and so he'd kind of been have been there done that seen everything horse and i tell you what he taught me more than anything else i've ever known i could rope off of him i could run barrels on him i could i could pull bin we could do anything under the saddle of that horse and sometimes those are the best ones and he definitely was so how old are these two horses that you're riding right now? So my main horse, Dolly, she's 14, and my young horse just turned six, Selah. So can you, obviously, kind of in everything else that you do, do you see that big difference in age? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's weird. My main horse, she's like kind of like, I know what that is. I don't want to be around him. My young horse is like, what is that? That doesn't scare me. What is that? A little bit fearless, and it kind of gets you in trouble. Oh, yeah. Have you had kind of any experience as far as like when you're competing with them, where that's favored you or got you into trouble? Oh, yeah. I tend to just be very relaxed on my young horse or on my main horse and on my young horse. I'm like, okay, I have to do everything right. Like, I got to be on my P's and Q's and it kind of doesn't work. Because you had to try a little bit too hard almost. You're not going for it. You're trying to train when you're at a rodeo and that's not the way to do it. You've got to go for it on your young horse anyway and just trust that he's going to do his job. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So kind of flashing forward, you're in high school, you're winning a ton. How and how and when does, you know, college rodeo get previewed to you? So I've been thinking about college rodeo since freshman year. Actually, eighth grade year, probably. I was like, I want to do that. I want to make it to the college finals and I'm going to try my hardest and do my best to do that. That's awesome. So what were your parents kind of thoughts in here? Was it something that well, I was talking to my, my, so my sister rode horses, but she played softball more. So I was playing softball freshman year, sophomore year, and didn't play junior year to keep rodeo. And my mom was like, oh, so you're really doing this. Like, you really want to call a rodeo. And I was like, yeah, like, this is my life. Like, I do this every day. That's all I think about. It's all I want to do. And I quit playing softball because my knees were getting bad. And mom was like, well, you can either pick goat time or softball. And I was like, that's softball. I'm out. It was easy, I bet. <laughs> To kind of just let that go and kind of let that breathe, did you feel pressure from it at all? Yeah, I did. Well, my cousin was one of our main coaches. She was like, I cannot believe you're doing this. I was like, I can't do both and I know what I want to do. So I kind of just made out my mind and asked for forgiveness. Yep. Sometimes it's uh, one of those things that comes in handy, you know, beg for forgiveness and ask for permission later, a little bit later on in life. But, you know, that is one of those roles that is a little bit touch and go because you can flirt with Flirt with some dangerous lines there. <laughs> so now that you're kind of in this position, kind of what are your what are your goals? You guys are getting ready to ramp up. Your first rodeo comes up here in just about a week, right? Next weekend. That's awesome. Okay. So kind of what is that? What is that kind of gonna look like for you guys? So we've been roping every morning with tie goats, usually in the afternoon, and it's just been like practice, practice, practice. Like all of us, all my roommates were, what can we do to get better for the college rodeo? What can we do to prepare? Like, how are we gonna show what we have to all the college radio people like how are we gonna be better so what what is that what does that look like what are you guys doing specifically we've been practicing every morning we rope every morning we tie the goatee dummy in our dorm we have it as decoration and we've been tying goats just anything we can non-stop awesome so where does i played college sports but i also played volleyball in college so i kind of did a reverse of you i rode horses first and then some family things happened and i switched to volleyball a little bit and now i'm going back to horses whereas you were starting kind of with a little bit of sports and horses and which and went to horses so what does that kind of dynamic look like do you guys have coaches that are kind of hands-on for y'all so a softball is your team yeah. like 
you're held accountable to be good for your team. When you're rodeoing, it's you. Like if you're not willing to put in the work, then nobody cares. Like, say if- it doesn't matter. You're not hurting the team. You're hurting yourself. So nobody's really holding you accountable. But our coach was really good. Johnny Emmons, he puts a lot of time into these kids. That's all awesome. about it. What kind of things can you, you know, lean on them for kind of as you go about the season? Anything we need. That's Anything awesome. we need. They're there to push. They're there to haul us if we need it. They're, um, our assistant coach is a farrier. So if we need anything, he's there. and They're just there all the time. That's awesome. So when you guys hit the road, um, when y'all go to rodeo to rodeo, kind of tell everybody about what that looks like as a call as a college rodeo athlete. Like you guys are hitting the road, you're kind of on your own. We have no money. It's it's the problem here. No money. No, we split diesel. We try to be there for each other when we need it and try to get as many people and horses in a truck as you can. Split that fuel. But it's a lot. I'm used to my mom packing the trailer and everything else this past year she was like you're gonna have to figure it out like you're gonna have to do it by yourself so i'm glad that she made me do that before i left and i would yeah mindful yeah try to be honest it's kind of a lot when you have to figure out how to um, adult and then kind of be on your own for the first time with something that's pretty not new to you but new to doing it on your own basically kind of have y'all had any uh truck experiences yet we have not not yet that's good knock on wood <laughs> We definitely don't like truck and trailer bad experiences. Those are not fun for anybody ever. Anybody ever. But so y'all are hitting the rodeo road. This first one, is it here? Is it it's in Portales, New Mexico? Okay. It's about six hours from us. So setup wise, you guys know what that's going to look like for you? Yeah. No, I'm sure we'll up into it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Do you like that kind of factor of it? There are people that do. I think it's one of the biggest differences between you see people that compete in the rodeo side of things and people that compete in fraternities. It's a lot more chaotic. It's very, and that's kind of where you know that's where that's where I think that's where we see equine hip solutions comes into play really well, just because it's perfect for the imperfect situation. Kind of touch on that. So you you use all the products. You have everything under the sun. Um, kind of touch on just some of your favorite products, what you use them for, kind of why you like them. So I use the hemp lavin pellets for both my horses every day. It's their go-to. I use the mud on everything. Cuts, swelling, my face, breakouts, <laughs> everything, me. The poultice, we just had a horse kicked and our legs real swollen and we have been putting everything on it and it's finally getting better. We use the mud, the poultice, the liniment spray, and the darter spray even. My horse had a cut this morning. I put the mud on it. It's almost healed already. And my horse just had an abscess. And the last abscess he had, it took him three weeks to get over. And I wrapped it with the mud for a day, took it off, did it again, and he's sell. It's completely fine. That's awesome. That's awesome. So product-wise, kind of versus some other things that you've used, what is that user-friendliness like for you? It's good for everything. And you can't mess it up. Like, it's not like the other supplements that if you give them too much, your horse may die. It's all natural and it works for everything. That's awesome. That's something kind of that we like. So when I met you, we were at the American. We're at the Junior Patriot, technically. Um, The American kind of qualifier and some different things like that. We're at the Junior Patriot and you were running there. Kind of what did you think initially when I first talked to you? Who is this girl and what is she talking about? And why does she want me? Like, I don't know this girl. But she was like, try it, try it. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I started feeding it that day, actually, that night. And when I got home, my horse had almost foundered a week before that. And I didn't want to bring her out. I didn't want to do anything. And mom was like, no, we need to go. 
So I feel like that might have been everything happens for a reason. But we got home and she was the best she's ever been. And I was like, how does she go from almost having me put down to the best she's ever been, the hardest she's ever ran in the good time, the hardest she's ever stopped with the bike? And I'm like, how does that work? Mom was like, what about that supplement? I was like, you're right. So I texted Logan and I was like, listen, I need some more. <laughs> It was kind of funny. Like we had we had spotted you. Uh, we were there. It was myself uh, and one of and one of the other guys that works here for us, Charlie. And he kind of told me about you a little bit. That uh, we had seen you kind of walk by a couple times. And I was like, well, I'm going to go spot her. I want to go see how she acts. I want to go see how she treats other people. I want to go see how she treats her horses. You know, does she expect her parents to do everything for? Her? It's a really really big deal. Uh, kind of something that you and I have talked about quite a bit in in branding yourself as an athlete, especially as a young athlete getting ready to kind of built your brand uh, in this industry. And it was something that was so aggressive by you. I mean, you were yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, every single time. Yes, sir, no, sir. One of the most respectful people I've ever got the chance to meet. And then you rope great. <laughs> so then it was kind of just something that was, that was really, really, that fit easy. I was like, she talks really well. She presents herself so respectfully. She's going to be right down the road in Texas. You know, it's, it's kind of just like other sports. It's a great place to be when you want to compete at a really high level. It's kind of where all that stuff is. And so you you fit the bill for that really easily for us. And we commend you for that gratefully because we're we're super grateful for the way that you that you present yourself and the way that you portray how you work for us. And and that's awesome for the brand and kind of everything that we do entail with that. Talking to kind of other people about the products when you're using it. Do you have other people that ask you about it? All the time. So my roommate, her horse is the one that got kicked and she's like, You have that stuff? I was like which one? And she's like, I don't know the stuff you're using. I was like, yep. So then the next day they're like, hey, you got that spray? I'm like, yeah, you need to get some. It's great. And they they believe in it. I had one girl take Cellustain because we had a girl in our room that thought she had COVID the other day. So I was like, you know what? We're all taking it. I don't care if you don't like it, drink it. <laughs> well, I'll buy that. That's awesome. Crazy. But it's kind of a, uh, it's one of those things, it's not necessarily catch 22, but kind of one of those things when you look at that, it's really, really hard to believe that the product works the way that it does. It is. It really is. There, I don't even know how to explain it. Like everything, there's something for everything, for you, for your horse, for your dog, for everything. I mean, and it works. Like it's not just, oh, we have this and it's and just this. No, it works. Everything in the line. That's, you know, and that's kind of what, makes it fun to talk about but also makes it really hard to talk about because you didn't believe me at first and i told you that he does nobody believes me you know nobody believes kind of anybody that that talks about this product that it works the way that it works and, and in the time manner that it works in because i kind of think that's one of the deals that even i was skeptical about when i first started working here and i know riders have been skeptical about like how long does it take because usually you kind of have like a two or three week window for supplements especially where you really kind of have to wait around and see how it works. With this one, it's more like a trial. Like you yep. have to try it to believe it. But once you try it, you're hooked. So like you see other people like posting stuff like this works for me, like hair growth supplement. Yep. This works for me. Da, da, da. It's like, how much are you getting paid to sit there and lie to me? Like it's not hurting them. They're making money. Yep. You know, it's, it's like, no, this is for real. Like you don't know who to trust online. But when you try it, You'll know we aren't lying. It is it is kind of the truth, or not kind of the truth. It's just really the whole truth for it. And it's just something that we, again, we commend the athletes for every single time. We love the testimonials from y'all just because there's not really 
there's only so much that we can say about it kind of almost being, you know, Jesse Lennox, he's one of our guys that talks about it being lightning, lightning in a ball. You can kind of almost convince people of that to a certain degree where you're like, hey, here, here's somebody else that can tell you another story, another testimonial. Kind of touch on it too. So you've been using the products on yourself as well. Talk about that a little bit because I think that's the thing that people don't realize. We've got the equine line, we've got canine, but we've also got the people side of stuff. So I use the equine mud on my face and my roommate actually told me today, she's like, have you stopped using the mud? And I was like, yeah, I used it all on my horse. Why? She's like, you need to use it again. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? She's like, no, after you use it, your skin was glowing. And I was like, if that's a compliment or not, but thanks. So it was kind of my uh, my insider little secret. It was something that I ended up trying out and then started kind of telling other riders about it, especially the girls, because it's, you know, if you can have great skin and ride great horses, you know, who needs anything else? Why wouldn't you? It's kind of the only thing that you do need. No, it is. It is another bonus of the product for sure. For sure. So kind of going into it now that you're in college rodeo, you know, do you have advice for people that are a couple of years younger than you that are that are thinking about this, that are looking at this as an idea for themselves? So if you have a dream, no matter what it be, softball, volleyball, golf, if you're wanting to call a rodeo, go for it. Don't let anybody tell you that you can do it. Work for it. You have to put in the work and it's going to be hard. But if you want it bad enough, you're, you'll be willing to put in that work. And it's so rewarding, like hearing that I could come out here and actually do what I've been planning to do since freshman year. Like it wasn't just something to talk about anymore. It was reality. And then here I am. And it's just, it's almost like living in a group. Like I talked about it. Oh my gosh, I did it. Like I don't hear. So excited to get this season started. Was that truck right in kind of almost didn't feel real? Like when you it in. It's <laughs> on to a person. I was like, well, like what if he changes his mind? Like what if it's not what he thought? He's like, or my mom said, you'll find something else. If it's meant to be, it'll be. I mean, you've done all you can do, so you might as well just let it play out. It's like, okay, I'm still scared, but okay. And we talked to him, and it was a really good conversation. I was like, I'm going to do this. We talked to him the day before I talked to you. That's funny. That's a lot of big life changes that happened all at the exact same time. I kind of wondered. You were a little bit, you were on a little bit of a high, but I thought it was just because you were roping good. <laughs> but that's really awesome. Um, kind of just... Last tidbits and some things that, you know, you want people to know, you know, whether it be about this product or about kind of what your what your goals are for for the rest of the season and kind of the rest of your time in college. So what I want people to know is how the products work, like the multi-dose. Like if one of my friend's horses are colicking, I can give them 10 cc's and stop it in its tracks. That's what has really blown my mind. Like I'm like, if somebody needs it, here it is. Like I've got it. If somebody needs it here. Like you need to have this on you all the time. Your horse is being an idiot. You got scared. Give it to him. Your horse is colicky. Give it to him. Anything. It's just, it's mind blowing. You kind of get to be the problem solver yes. person. And I love it. <laughs> it's, it. It does make it really exhilarating as a uh, to be able to have it in your hands. Like I say it all the time to just even my mom. I've said it to you before. I'm talking about different people, but it's a really, really cool text when it comes across your phone saying, hey, your product just basically saved my horse's life. Or like my pro- my horse is walking down the alley flat-footed now and I haven't got this horse to walk down the alley flat-footed since the day I bought him. You know, kind of being able to look at things differently. Kind of one of the things that I've even looked at differently now is horse shopping. You know, if you're if you're shopping for a horse, it's really, really hard to find a clean-legged horse. It is. You just kind of, even no matter how many vet checks you do, x-rays, something can always kind of come up and it's kind of become something where 
when you're horse shopping and you're looking at stuff or if you're you know you're thinking about buying a young horse even and you're getting ready to train colts it's kind of been something that like hey you know i always have this in my back pocket equine hemp is always is always there in my back pocket so if i need to call a colt down when i'm training or if i need to buy buy a horse that may have even some signs of navicular or maybe you know they're getting hawkins stifle injections it kind of just gives a perfect window for you to be able to kind of do some things that you probably previously wouldn't have done. Another thing you just made me think of, I was getting my horse injected every six to eight months. And since I've been using the product, which has been like a year and a half, I've got yeah. about 110. Really? One- you haven't even told me that. No, but one time. And she usually, you can tell when she needs it, when she's hurting and no sides, nothing. That's awesome. So has your vet asked you what you do? Not yet. He's too busy. He does need <laughs> Ugh. Oh, my Hannah Williams, her horse, he was, he's 22, said the best he's ever been since she started riding him. Really? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Do you kind of, uh, you do have kind of the luxury of having a younger slash older horse in your arsenal. Do you see ones that it affects better than the others or do you kind of just see bigger changes? Because I feel like it's the same, like you would think the older horse needs it more, but he's calm. Like he's just, my young horse Nothing bothers him. Nothing hurts him. Like his abscess that took a week and a half, three weeks last time to blow an abscess and it took him two days and he's completely sound now. And I thought something bad had happened. He was in the stall and I was like, oh my gosh, he wouldn't even come out of the stall. And I was like, oh no, but am I gold? It is. Oh, it's kind of gold. It's gold. <laughs> kind of it is gold. Well, do you kind of have uh, any just kind of final thoughts, things that, um, things you want people to know about you? Well, me? Of course you. Um, My first college radio is a week and a half, and I'm super excited. I've been working hard, and I've got the perfect supplement to keep my horses looking good and feeling good all the time. That's awesome. That's awesome. However, one last thing for everybody listening. You need the multi-dose, whether it for, if it's for you to keep your clean, very clean, or if it's for your horse, you need it. Stay stocked. That's that is fantastic advice. Thing from this video, take that. That is fantastic advice. It's kind of something that people uh, make a little bit of fun of me for. I'm like, I take the multi dose. I mean, that sucker works, you know. And and it's something that you can that you can use on pretty much anything. That user friendliness, it comes in play. And yes, lots of vitamins from those flavonoids. And healthy, it does. It definitely keeps you healthy. But uh, it's. Again, we're so thrilled to have you represent us, and the way that you represent us is, without a shadow of a doubt, it's um, it's second to none. And so we're really happy about that, and happy for the way that you're getting ready to start your career and kind of get to see how see how you use us and see how you know to build your brand and for people to kind of get to see what you're all about. And in that same turn, you get to kind of help companies. Your with us and then you're also kind of doing some stuff with some other companies too and so you get to have this chance to really build a brand that uh that you can't really ever get to relive again so we're excited to get to see you do it for this time um and using our product just makes it that much sweeter but um that's kind of all we have for today folks again cadence she's at weather for college she's college rodeoing so and that first one is where again portales new mexico portales new mexico can we stream that live anywhere I don't think so. Okay. But I'll... If we can stream it live anywhere, we'll make sure that that is included on this podcast so that you guys can tune in so you can watch Cadence and College Rodeo. 
and be able to cheer her on and see the Equine Hemp Solutions products go to work for for her, for her horses, and everybody else that comes off that trailer with her. Kind of one last thing, the shavings. We forgot to touch on the shavings a little bit, and that's something that we're we're getting into the the very, very fresh stages of, but yes, so something that we definitely want people to understand and know about. So I have never used the shavings yet. I'm going to, but I haven't. But we went and looked at them and they're in Logan's barn and there are flies everywhere. But when you walk over the shavings, there's no flies. Nothing. Not one fly. And that blows my mind. At home, I wish I would have known that y'all had the shavings, but I'm going to get some for my college rodeo. I'm going to have some in my trailer and any trailer my horse rides in, we're going to keep the flies off of them. That's awesome. Last little tidbit, but make sure we get that in there just because it is something that I know she's seen and get to experience and want something for you guys to be able to listen and try and having your own barns and having your own trailers um, when you go hit the road if you're going out to rodeo or if you're just going to go and do some stuff on the weekend. It keeps your trailer clean and kind of gives you the ability to not have uh, so many insects around you, especially when it's hot as it is right now. (laughs) But again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We are so happy to have you. Again, this is Cadence Tyndall, Weatherford College Rodeo Team. My name is Logan Brown with Equine Hub Solutions. Um, and we're happy that y'all were able to tune in today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.